0: time for it. the late night call in podcast and we're racing ahead tonight because Matt we don't have time for our usual mucking around at the top sound effects etc because we have every phone line lit up I guess people have finally worked out when the show starts and they're all calling in at once so let's get straight to the callers hello <coughs> no no thank you next hello hello no time for that. Hello.
1: I drink
0: oh. your
1: milkshake.
0: No. God. Hopefully this is a good one. Hello.
2: Is it a prize? Um, what's it gonna be?
0: Hi Dion, what's happening?
2: Right, <laughs> I am exploding with ideas.
0: Better than nut butter?
2: Fuck that nut butter. It's behind me. Yeah? It's part of my cachet well, I've moved on.
0: What's the new idea? Well,
2: how's this right? I got this mate right, Stephen right,
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm. and he's
2: got he's got done for drink driving right. Mm-hmm. So right, what he's done is they've got one of those fucking things on a on his um, steering wheel right, where he has to blow into it. Yep, from <laughs> well, it's from the court. <laughs> Just fucking numbnut, he's got to breathe into his own steering wheel to fucking yeah. make it turn. Oh, <laughs> right. Okay, so right, he's called me up right. He's gone, mate. I need you to come around and blow into the steering wheel if I can't drive home. Oh. <laughs> so I've gone around, I've, I've started up but from...
3: was
0: he drunk?
2: I don't know. But, but surely... It <laughs> is he, not important, right, because is the idea, right? So I um, advertise myself as, like, um, deaf... Um, you call me right to breathe into your steering wheel, right? Yeah, it's the kiss mm. of life. Oh. You call me on the kiss of life, uh-huh. so I can just—I'll be driving all over <laughs> blowing into. Thing. Steering wheels,
0: right? Is this a good idea? (laughs) Mate,
2: it's a fucking license to print money. But
0: if they're over the limit, I mean... Well, I wouldn't do it if they were pissed, right? But surely they wouldn't call you if they were safe to drive. Okay,
2: here's another one, right. Okay, what was the other one? I had another one.
0: A big idea. It was
2: like nut butter level.
0: Um,
2: Oh, right, yeah. Okay. How's this, right? I go down to, like, the Jam Factory, like, the movies, right? Yeah.
3: And yep. there's, like,
2: all these guns queuing up for, like, the Avengers, right? Yeah. And I just go, okay. I've got, like, a megaphone, right? Mm. And I just go, okay, I'm going to list all the Avengers that get killed in the Infinity War, right? Yeah. And then people go, no, no spoilers. And then I go, okay, one dollar from everyone. Oh. I'll go, it's the fucking bow and arrow cunt, really? right? Really? But. I just give them that one, right? And then I like, go, okay, okay.
0: Oh, but that's kind of, you know, blackmail. Blackmail. Extortion. Oh, really? It's- yeah,
2: extortion. Yeah. Okay, right. What about a new version of Uber, right? Um, Everyone's fucking sick of Uber. Are they? Yeah, right. So what about Uber, oh, right? right? It's the new Uber.
0: Yeah, but, but what's the idea?
2: Here's the thing, right? I pay you, well, right?
0: Well,
3: how's that going to
2: work? i going to do the maths, right? Right, so the first one, I go, I pick him up and I go, um, thanks for being a passenger, here's 20
3: bucks. Mm, yeah. <laughs>
2: right? So that gun starts telling everyone, right? Word gets round, right? My reputation proceeds. Yeah,
0: right? I suppose it yeah, would. Yeah, a bit like, but yep. so the
2: next two, right, I charge 20 bucks. Yeah. Right? So I've given away... 20 bucks, and then I've um, accumulated 40 bucks, uh-huh. right? So you just extrapolate that, right? Mm. Yeah. and Word starts going around. Oh, who's the guy that's like paying you for being driven there, right? Yeah. And then that like becomes legendary, right? Yeah. And then like someone gets the new butt, and they have to pay 20 bucks, uh-huh. but like, okay. Well, I heard it was like free, and you go mm. that's just an urban myth, right?
3: Yeah,
2: but then there's still enough of them, right? Still that are, um, are getting 20 bucks, so we there's conflicting oh. viewpoints, mm. right? So I'm money, I'm fucking with the zeitgeist, right? Who's oh, yeah. the guy that's paying you? Well, I when it didn't, well, I did when I did. Mm. So, you know, you were a hit. Mm. Like, this is Shark Tank shit, right? But surely... it should like be on Shark Tank, right?
0: Yeah, I'm not sure about that.
2: Okay, I, right, yep. but when all this fucking comes to fruition, you'll be, um, wrong.
0: <laughs> well, thanks for sharing. <laughs>
2: okay, mate. Well, I've got to go. But hey, hey, before I go, yep, what's going to yep. be?
0: Yeah, I somehow knew you... Yep. <laughs> okay. Well, what, what about you... some
2: Harry Styles sticks or some shit, mate? Thanks, Dion. It's What's going
0: to Come on. <laughs> okay. Right. That's Dion, one of our regular callers here at Sizzletown. <laughs> What's that, Matt? Uh, it's a comedy stink. What are you putting that in for?
4: I've got a whole bunch of
0: them. Right. So that's all we've got? I'm afraid so. Well. A few weeks ago now, we were saddened to hear the news of the death of the great American novelist, writer, Philip Roth. Matt, please, it's so disrespectful. Sorry. Abandon that. Um, Oh, yes. um, Every week, more and more Australians discover that they are suffering from haemochromatosis. Oh, OK. That's... That's enough of that. Matt, please. You know I suffer from this iron storing disorder. Okay, it's, I was going to say, it's a serious business. Let's just move on. Hang on. One of those callers at the beginning, that was my cat, wasn't it? Yep. Now, you were supposed to have that translation engine finished for this episode so we can understand what he's trying to say. You had go. Yeah. Where's in there. What, in here? Behind you. Oh, is that what that is? Well, do we want to give it a go? Well, um, the cat's already called, so how can we test it? Um, Have you got a sound effect of a cat? Maybe that would work.
3: No cats.
0: What one do you have?
3: The dolphin.
0: The dolphin. Okay. Well, I, I guess we could give it a crack, um... Do I just switch it off? Okay, here.
3: That's
0: it. That sounds like it's going. Okay, if you could feed the dolphin sound in here, maybe we'll get a translation. Oh. Well, this doesn't sound good.
5: Well, get down, everybody.
0: Oh, God. That has to be considered a failure. Oh, well,
4: it's not for dolphins. Fr-
0: okay, well, maybe we need to do it with the cat. We'll try it. Can you patch it up for next time and we'll try and get. Oh, caller. Hello. <coughs> oh. Okay. We'll try this again in the next episode. Oh, okay, another one. Okay. Hello.
5: Yeah, hello. Is that the Sizzletown program?
0: Uh, yes, it is. Who's this?
5: My name's Rich Chang Quarter. I'm calling from Eaglemont.
0: Oh, welcome to the show.
5: Yes, yeah, so I was just wondering, has anyone tonight already discussed nanobots? Well, nano. What... Nanobots, yeah. And
0: where have you heard Oh,
5: about... look, I heard some talk of them on the ABC.
3: Yeah?
5: In some documentary or something. It was remarkably free of... You know, propaganda for climate change and compulsory homosexuality, uh-huh. but uh, they were saying something about that we should be on the lookout for nanobots.
0: Should we? Well,
5: I like called no. the council. They weren't aware of any of this.
0: No. Well.
5: well, look, I haven't seen a nanobot, but as I understand that they're almost microscopic. You would have to have your strongest glasses on to see them.
0: Yeah. And um, what are they for again?
5: Well, uh- they were saying that the, mm. the idea is they get deployed in for Surgical procedures.
3: Oh, yeah, yes, yeah.
5: They, they, they like release them into your, I don't know, up your ass. I oh. don't know how they do it. They, they have a whole flotilla of nanobots, uh, you know, scuttling <laughs> about in surgery.
0: Right, but but this is a good thing, though, isn't it?
5: I don't know. They... I mean, how are they supervise, how are they communicate, oh. everything about it is a mystery, isn't it? Mm. Nanobots. I don't know if I want nanobots. Inside me.
0: A bad idea? Well,
5: I, I suppose they're all pre-programmed or something, aren't they, probably? But yes,
0: they have a yeah, defined but, task, I'm But sure.
5: how can you be sure? There's so many of them. We can't see them. Look, they release thousands of these nanobots into here. I mean, uh, are they all going where they're supposed to be going? I mean, what if it's a knee reconstruction? Hmm of them decide to sneak up to your ghoulies, you wouldn't know.
3: Well,
0: uh, I
5: don't know. I don't know. How, how, how do you know when they're all out of you? I mean...
0: Good question.
5: Uh, you don't want the nanobots hanging around, do you? But you can't see them. You don't know if they're out of you. You, you could be shitting nanobots for a week. I,
0: I suppose, but it's the future.
5: Oh, I, but... I, I, I think people are getting lazy. If you have to get nanobots to do your job for you, honestly. Yeah,
0: but um, but this is where we're headed, Well, isn't? I mean...
5: There's... Talk about automatic cars! This is a robot control. You're not driving. You just what? What happens? You just get into it and sit there like a goose while the uh, nanobots are all the driving.
0: I suppose.
5: Yeah. Oh, the world's gone mad, isn't it? I mean, artificial intelligence doing all the thinking. Why are we farming out thinking? Mm. That's mm. mad, isn't it? What, what so we can all spend more time watching fucking Love Island? Whoa! Oh, I'm hey, sorry about the but, language, but have you seen Love Island? For no, God's uh, sake! Not really. Um,
0: you're not a fan? No,
5: I haven't seen much. Of it. I don't know. Where is it? Where is Love Island?
0: Oh, um, is
5: it off? Op- where is it? It's op-
0: presumably on the map. Well, I
5: should send them. You- you know, the asylum seekers there, mm. instead of Nauru, which looks quite unpleasant, yeah. why not send them to Love Island? I
0: don't think that'd be. I'm mean,
5: sure they'd have to be good, mm. painted orange and talk about their balls a lot, but oh, you know, it's.
0: Is that what they. Well,
5: it, yeah. it, you know, some of them will end up on the telly.
0: Yeah, I, uh, I don't think that'd work.
5: Yeah, well, okay, well, that's probably enough about all that nanobots, et cetera. I'll, okay. i get out of your way.
0: Well. Thanks for calling, Reg.
5: Oh, by the, by the way... Yes? Can I just ask, is there a surprise on this show?
0: What? A prize? What's
5: it likely to be?
0: Oh, yeah. OK, Yep.
5: Sorry, my grandson told me to say that. He said it'd be hilarious, i Mr. mystified. Yeah,
0: well, thanks. Yeah.
5: All right. What's out for that, hey, O-Bot.
0: Will do. There you go. Uh, thank you, Reg, for calling in. Talking about nanobots—it's a serious business here at Sizzletown. God, time now for some cross. Oh, I've got to be. Have we got the netting up, Matt? Yep. Sorry about this. Uh, In previous episodes, when I've tried to cross-promote other ventures that I'm involved with, we've been swarmed with bees. It's too hard to explain. You'll have to go back and listen to the earlier episodes. But uh, this week, I want to mention another podcast called Confessions of the Idiots. It's made by friend of the program, Sam Peterson. You might've enjoyed his work if you uh, heard Childproof. He stepped in at the last minute when Ed Cavalli wasn't able to participate because of having children. And Sam uh, played several small roles, including Ernie Dingo. Uh, No, don't panic. It wasn't a racist impression. Sam just did the lines on the live night. And then the idea was we'd get the real Ernie Dingo to overdub them later. But the audience laughed so much at the weirdness of Sam doing the role, we just decided to leave it in and uh, that was the episode that won the award. So (laughs) there you go. Well done, Sam. Uh, You can hear Childproof, obviously, on iTunes uh, or its own website over there at Bad Producer. Sam's podcast, uh, I was on it a few weeks back with the great Peter Hitchener, Lord Hitchener, as I know him. And it's a podcast where Basically, two guests just canvas various true confessions that Sam has sourced off the internet. What I thought we'd do is just play a random excerpt from one episode. Matt's got a few behind the glass there. I don't want you to look at what it is. Just drop the needle, Matt, at random on an episode of Confessions of the idiots. Here we go. So the
4: technical term escapes me, but I was in so much pain and couldn't do a damn thing about it. I was still embarrassed, some would say still am. I really feel like
0: this is I'm something like a out of body experience because I feel like I wrote this too because I. You've been a guitar teacher. Well, I thought I broke my dick a month ago. Uh, oh, right. oh my god! So you can you can relate to this one? Yeah. What, what oh, happened no. there? Well, I just thought I broke it. Really? Oh okay. And then like, <laughs> we just wow. saw. Wow. No 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 Okay. Was, well, we don't need to go into dick. No no no. It was just like you know, like the closest I've ever come to breaking it. it so gets for about around four days. I thought it, it was, was broken. Okay. Call my brother, who's a medical doctor. It <laughs> gets around that Ash Williams. Just one of many guests on Confessions of the Idiots with Sam Peterson, available at the usual outlets, and that's probably enough cross promotion here. Uh, oh no, no, oh, no, not the beast, not the
3: beast!
0: Ah! Oh, how does that keep happening? It's inexplicable here at Sizzletown. All right, oh, another caller. Hello. Yes, it is.
4: Uh, is it a podcast, is it? Yep. Yeah, what's it like? What one is it like?
0: Oh, uh, well, it's, it's like talkback. Uh, with...
4: yeah, yeah, Is it like cereal? My uh, it, not really. I've heard cereal, right? Yep, that's um, weird. The... Like, this chick just keeps calling this guy in prison... And he's like, oh, I didn't do it. And she's like, oh, go and okay, walk we'll out into a forest and see if you did it. And then she can't find where she's meant to be. And oh. She gets stuck in a car park or something. It's pretty boring. Is it? Yes, oh. the end, it's like, did he do it or something? It's like, it's up to you, you
3: know.
4: Oh. Well, the fact that I listen to all this for. <laughs> Yeah, a lot of that revisionist history was Malcolm Gladwell. You heard that
0: one. Um, what's that one? Oh,
4: he gets all these things, disconnected things. and You know, it's like you'll say, you know, Jeff Buckley sang a song and, you know, therefore we can't have golf courses or something. Oh, oh, yeah. I, it's a thinker, you know.
0: Okay. A- any others you like?
4: I listen to S-Town. Oh, yeah. It's,
0: yeah. Uh,
4: about this guy lives in his shit town because he has to... Six clock's in a maze
3: and yeah.
4: can't get parts of him because he's gay, you know. Okay,
0: well, how can we help?
4: Well, look, the reason I'm calling is... 'Cause uh I'm from your internet server.
0: Uh yeah.
4: That's right. And uh Matt Dower, yeah. Is he working there? Yes. He hasn't paid your account, so oh. I'm afraid we're gonna have to take you down to a lower quality. What? No. Yeah, we're gonna have to take you to mono
3: Oh,
0: no no yet
4: till the payment is received. Oh
0: god. Sorry well, about that. Well we'll have to get on to that. Okay,
4: well because... we'll take effect from approximately Seven seconds oh. from now. Oh, OK, no,
0: see ya. Oh, God, seven seconds. This is terrible. Matt, why didn't you...
4: Oh,
0: no. Oh, listen to that. We've gone completely mono here at Sizzle Town. Oh, that sounds terrible. It sounds like some horrible AM radio show where old people call in and complain about things. Can you imagine that? Okay, Matt, you're going to have to go and pay that bill now online or just pay it before the end of the show. We've got to get back to stereo. This sounds like rubbish. All right, I'll I'll do it now. While he's doing that, I might just... I can't stand this sound. This is taking me back to my earliest days in radio in New Zealand. Um, Wow, I tell you, the kind of humour I was doing in those days is very immature. Here's what I used to do. I would get scenes... From uh, Thunderbirds, the TV show, the scenes with Lady Penelope and Parker. And I would put, like, bed springs under them and vibrator noises as though they were having sex. How immature is that? Never do anything like that now. Oh, boy. Come on, Matt. Got to get back in stereo. I'll give you an example. Listen to this. I'm going to wheel my chair over to the left-hand speaker, right? Listen, nothing. Just stuck in the middle. Mono. Oh, hang on. Oh, we're back. I'm over on the left, or if you've got your headphones on back to front, I'm on the right. Might just come back to the centre, and everything's back to normal here at Sizzletown. Well done, Matt. All good. Now, uh... Back in our very first episode we were privileged to speak to the great filmmaker William Friedkin, director of The Exorcist and of course the French Connection. He said we could call back any time, get another of his fabulous anecdotes. Matt has called that number now and hopefully we'll once again speak to Master Filmmaker. William... Oh, hello. Hi, is that William Friedkin? Yes, that's right. Tony Martin calling from Australia. Well... You said we could call back. Great, sure. Great. Well, look, there's another famous French connection story I was hoping you could tell about casting the bad guy.
1: Well, of course. I've told this story many times before, but it was... Due to a mistake.
0: You saw someone you didn't know the name?
1: Well, I said to my casting guy, I need someone suave and European to play the mastermind of the French in action, sure. And i and had who? seen an, an actor in a film called uh, Belle du Jour by Louis Boonwell. Right. So, anyway, the casting guy made contact uh, with the actor. This actor was sent to meet me at the airport, uh-huh. and I'm waiting there. I'm expecting to see the character that I'd uh, seen in Belle du Jour. Right. And said, This. Short man with a goatee appears. I said, who are you? He says, I'm Fernando Rey, the Spanish actor.
0: Someone else. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, I realized immediately this was not the actor we had thought of, who was Francesco Rabal.
3: Oh, yeah. And I was
1: furious. I started uh, pounding. My fists into Fernando Rey's face. Oh my God. And people were screaming, running from the concourse. What's going on? But I was not happy. This was not the actor I was seeking. So what happened? Well, I called the casting guy. Francisco Rabal uh, was not available. So I said, uh, uh, I want you to get me. Uh, an actor I'd seen, James Fox, Oh yeah. the British guy. He's great. Yeah, I'd seen him in a film called Those Magnificent Men and Their Flying Machines. And what is that? Matt, please. What, you, where is that coming
0: from? Sorry, Hello? technical problems. Please continue.
1: Well, anyway, uh, I said, send me James Fox. I get in a cab, I go to the airport. And uh, I'm looking, of course, for the face I'd seen in The Servant by Joseph Losey. But no, there was no sign of it. Instead, I'm tapped on the shoulder by Don Knotts.
0: What? Don Knotts? But... That's
1: right. The shakiest gun in the West. I can't have... peace. No, I can't have... Uh, the suave uh, overlord of the uh, French Connection drug syndicate played by the star of the incredible Mr. Olympic. Course not. I'd be laughed out of Hollywood. So I started beating Don Knox in the face, my God. just punching into him with my bare knuckle hands oh. and I had to be hauled off them. People were going, why is that man attacking the lovable Barney Fife? See. Anyway, I called up my casting guy. I said, you've really fucked up. I'm going to give you one more chance. I said, I want you to get me an actor I know from Dr. Strangelove, the Kubrick picture. I want you to get Keenan Wynn. Oh, yeah. Anyway, I drive to the airport. And there's a man standing there with long hair and a ukulele case. What? I say, who are you? He says, it's Tiny Tim. Oh. Mm -hmm. So I take his ukulele case. I stop beating him in the face. Wow. Uh. I'm saying, this is not who I want. I call the casting guy. Mm -hmm. I say, I'm going to wait here at the airport until you send me someone I can use. I say, we've tried every actor. And then I had a brainwave. I thought about John Huston, mm-hmm. the great director. It started acting. Oh, yeah. Of course, man. you had Mark Rydell and Fritz Lang, all of these directors performing.
3: Mm-hmm. I
1: said, I want you to get me a director, a crusty Hollywood director. What about the guy that did The Magnificent Seven? Yeah. And The Great Escape, John Sturgis. Right. That's who I want. Anyway, it takes a couple of weeks. I go to the airport a couple of hours early. It's going to be John Sturges. Instead, three gentlemen step onto the tarmac. What? They go, We're the Three Stooges.
3: Oh.
1: That's right, a vaudeville, uh, farceurs. Uh, these are not the kind of people I can employ in the French connection. No. no. Well, I'm furious. I start pounding the little bald guy. <laughs> And he turns around, he punches the one in the middle. Uh, He turns around, pokes the other guy in the eyes. And this is accompanied by very strange and high-pitched noises.
0: So what then? Well,
1: I called the casting guy. I said, get in a cab. I want you to come out here to the airport now. You're going to sit with me until we can cast this role. So
0: who was next?
1: I said, "Okay. if they're going to give me clowns, I'm going to ask for a clown. I said, I want you to get me. Colonel Klink.
3: What? Really?
1: That's right, from Hogan's Heroes. Yeah. And they said, but he's a madman. I said, no, he's not. He starred in uh, Judgment at Nuremberg. Yeah. He was in Hitchcock's The Wrong Man. Mm, He's not just a a madcap commandant at a concentration
3: camp. No, of course not. He's
1: perfect for this role. And we sit there. We do not leave. We're like Tom Hanks in the terminal. We do not leave the arrivals lounge for three weeks yeah. until Werner Klemperer, Colonel Clink, arrives. And the door is open. And someone wheels out a large structure beneath a, a sheet. And I go up and I rip the sheet away. And inside is a chimpanzee. What? I say, this is not Colonel Clink. Uh, they go, this is Lancelot linked. secret chimp. That's
0: insane. Anyway,
1: what? I was furious. I produced for my ankle a dart gun with a tranquilizer dart.
3: What? Why? And
1: my plan was to, to tranquilize the chimpanzee what? and then run naked from the airport, screaming. But why? I don't know what uh, was going through my head. Anyway, at that point a phone rang, and it seemed that Fernando Rey, the Spaniard, had recovered from his coma, which I myself had put him in. So he... I said fine, we'll go with that guy. Right. And of course, within twelve months I was accepting two Oscars.
0: Well that's a hell of a story. The
1: monkey was never found.
0: Well, we're out of time, but, hey, thanks for sharing uh, another great story.
1: Well, call back any time.
0: Well, we might just take Mr. Freakin' up on that offer again. Great to hear from him. And he has a terrific autobiography out called The Friedkin Connection, of course, and it goes through his entire career, although interestingly, no mention whatsoever of deal of the century with Chevy Chase. It's like it never happened. We'll be back with another round of Sizzletown in a couple of weeks. In the meantime, you can follow me and Matt on Twitter, uh, leave a comment at Facebook, subscribe at iTunes, do all of that, and we'll see you back here in a couple of weeks. Cheers.
5: Nanobot, well, it's not for dolphins.
1: going
0: through
3: my head.
0: Yep. <laughs> okay.
4: I must say, Parker, it was a good idea of yours to bring Fab One along. So much more convenient.
5: Yes, Belady. It's working a treat,
3: don't you think?
4: In this heat, it's a jolly good thing that it is. <laughs>